You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today I am broadcasting from beautiful Blue Skies, Atlanta, Georgia. And I am so excited that you have joined me from all over the world. And if you're listening to this recording It is a setup and actually the spirit of God has attracted you here today to receive those uh, answers that you've been seeking to answer your prayers so that what you need can be downloaded to you. Well, I hope you're having a great day. I am here in the ATL. Uh, It's so interesting. A lot of people say, Constance, I love that you use the word download. And that's just a term that the spirit gave me. He just downloads the wisdom that you need through your head, down into your heart, your subconscious or your spirit. So that's what this show is all about. I'm just not about inspiration and motivation. I want you to uh, really uh, obtain some specific how-tos that will move you from where you are to where you desire to be. Well, I have a great show for you today. Um, Great guest, Mr. Neil Grace, and uh, he's going to be talking about, you know, how we can really live a powerful life. And all of us want to know that, right? And then I have one of my participants from my last weekend seminar, OMG. I can't even explain how powerful it was. But before I have her come on, I want you to make sure that you follow me on social media. Uh, Instagram, that's LOA Constance. The same thing for Twitter, Facebook, Coach with Constance. And okay, guys, Christy, who is my social media person, she started me a private group just for you. We're going to be talking about the law of attraction, things that we've manifest. You're going to connect with other like-minded people people, etc. So go to Coach with Constance and and sign up to be a part of that group. Don't forget me on YouTube. What else do I need to say? Oh, go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Check out all of my coaching packages. You know, you can fly into Atlanta and spend the whole day with me. It's an intense one day VIP where, boy, we really just get right down to the nitty gritty. So uh, I think that is it. Also, uh, if this show is blessing, shifting, changing your life, I'm thinking I'm thanking you in advance for your donation. Somebody sent me a donation and said I should have already sent this because you have radically changed my life and I listen to you nonstop. So you can just click the donate button or you can cash at me at dollar sign Constance Arnold, no space. 
Well, you know, I can tell you how fantastic last weekend was, but I want you to really hear from a young lady all the way from Ohio. And I'm going to have a couple of people, other people coming on, just sharing their experience. So Amanda from Ohio, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Hi, Constance. Thank you so much for having me. Did you ever think you were going to be on my show? (laughs) You know what? I kind of sort of had an idea in my mind, but I'm so happy to be receiving this second manifestation to be talking with you and to be speaking with the audience. It's definitely a blessing. So I want you to tell the listeners your experience about coming to Atlanta and participating in the Visionary Strategic Retreat. For sure. I'll be more than happy to do that. Um, I would have to say when I first heard you mention the retreat constants, it definitely just struck a chord with me immediately. And I was like, I have to reserve a seat. I cannot miss this. Um, I've been looking at a couple of your other events and having it in my mind, but I just knew that this was something that I definitely had to take advantage of. Um, So just reserving my seat after I did that, I received an email and a phone call from you, which was Definitely the warmest welcome and made me extremely excited about traveling down to Atlanta to come and see you in person. So that was a special touch that I wasn't expecting um, that I really did appreciate. So that definitely set it off on a good foot. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when I flew down to Atlanta, it was just crazy how things just all came together. The day of the event was such a beautiful, bright, sunshiny day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a special day. Um, pulling into the country club, pulling up to the gate, just being welcomed with a warm smile from the gate attendant and, and just pulling onto the property itself. If you have abundance on your mind, if you want to have abundance in 2020, um, pulling into that country club will definitely put you in that mindset for sure. Well, well, just let me ask you this. So you made a decision. I'm going to fly down and I'm going to take Uber to the event. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And the Uber driver didn't even know that the country club existed. He says that he lived there for a period of time. He didn't even know that country club was over there. But yes, I did Uber there. Okay. And so when you said, since I only have 10 people, Amanda, I personally called everybody to welcome them to the event because the whole purpose of the event is for me to have a chance to be intimate, strategic, hug you, sit right next to you, and for you to connect with 10 other people. Was that your experience? So once you came in and we all hugged you, you met James Powers. Yeah, meeting James Powers um, and definitely meeting you. And we were very close to each other. We were all sitting around a table as if we were about to break bread with each other. Um, And I was right in the next seat across from you um, and also with the other ladies. So it was definitely an intimate, welcoming environment and, and very close with one another for sure. And that's that's what I wanted. So so we had some very intimate moments. What were some key things that really stuck out to you? And why was this a little different than anything you had been to? I think the the, the one exercise I thought was really um, unique was when we wrote down um, three of our 
um, emotions and how we felt about ourselves on, on note cards. And we were able to walk around the table um, and kind of take a glimpse of what other people were feeling and just how we were all connected to to one another, reading each other's words. You know, we know each other's issues. We, we kind of developed a bond pretty quickly after that exercise because we were all basically kind of like the same. Um, so once we had that exercise, it, it shifted us. Um, but after we also had that um, eye contact exercise yeah. when we just were silent, um, I held hands with a few of, of the other women. Um, after that exercise, it was almost as if I had a conversation with people without even speaking. So it was very impactful and it made it a trusting environment. Once you kind of go through that and kind of expose an intimate part of yourself, you kind of let out that deep breath and say, this is a safe place for me to share. Yeah, that was my intention. That was my intention. Yes, So, you know, I just shared everything about my, I just told all of my business, didn't I, Amanda? (laughs) I just laid it all on the table. And the thing is, everybody, Constance is a funny woman. I know that she has a spurts of it on her podcast, but she definitely keeps you laughing. But um, you definitely were were very vulnerable and you put yourself out there 110 percent and you put your yourself out there 110% definitely made it easy for each and every one of us to be able to do the same. And, you know, James Powers even um, shared his relationship with you and things that you were working on with him. Mm-hmm. So that was really impactful. It was really amazing. Because I know that it's the atmosphere that really opens people up to creativity and the sharing and, you know, designing your own life, etc. Yeah. And so, uh, what was some takeaways for you? What sort of hit you like boom? I mean, I talked about everything from business, how to advertise on social media, relationships, yes, yes, yes. goal setting. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I would have to say um, we definitely touched on so many different topics. It was it was definitely a full day, but we, there was a lot, a lot of takeaways. I would say, number one, just connecting with like minds. I'm not sure where other people are in, in their journey in their world, but I don't really have too many people to connect with in terms of me manifesting my desires in 2020. So just being in the same room with everybody being on the same page was great. Um, but th- there was a phrase that stuck out to me that kind of just I've been practicing this every single day and keeping it at the top of my mind since I left. And it has made a change um, Mm -hmm. already is that when you complain, you remain. So if you're thinking about changing things in your life for 2020, you can't be sitting back and complaining about your current circumstances. You have to be grateful for those. And that's something that I forgot. Um, So I needed that to be that reminder. So that was one of my strongest takeaways. But just to be able to interact with you, Constance, you know, I've been listening to you on a podcast for for years. I'm one of those Mm. people. Um, So just to be able to feel your energy, feel the authenticity. um, It definitely was like, okay, this woman's the truth. Okay, yeah. Amanda, I ain't playing. Yeah, no, you, you are not playing. You are not playing. So if there's anybody that's just thinking about it or, or just kind of on the fence about it, please don't hesitate. You know, it, please do not hesitate because it definitely is impactful and it will set you up for success when it comes to 2020. Right. Thank you. So what about the environment? Were we in luxury or what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> luxury. Yes, ma'am. Um, so 
the, when I talk about pulling up to the country club, I'm not sure if anybody else has ever had this experience, but it's definitely the open up the gates to a luxury um, environment. So pulling up to the actual country club and being greeted by the receptionist, it was just such a warm, welcoming environment, but still a very luxury environment. We had a fabulous lunch and we were so distracted, guys, by the views. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so beautiful outside and we just kept looking outside and constantly like ladies come on we got a concert but you know we wanted to take some pictures so uh, when it comes to that country club it is such a great beautiful beautiful environment and definitely will help you stay in that abundance mindset for sure right. that that's it that was intentional we had lunch overlooking the golf course yes, and you yes. know it was so beautiful oh, and so it was when, beautiful. <laughs> when you're yeah. trying to create you have to be in the vibration of abundance and I wanted you to come on because I'm saying to people it's only $99. And only can, $99. Okay, how can I say this? <laughs> 1 hour of coaching with me is $200. But you're, if you're spending the whole day with me and 10 other like-minded people, you know, uh, that's the best Christmas gift that you could give yourself. And uh, if you're in another city, you can fly in early. Right, Amanda? Yes, yes. You can fly in early. Yeah. One thing is, is from Cleveland to Atlanta, the, the flight in itself was not even over $200. So yeah. like Constance mentioned, just to be able to spend all day with her, with just 10 other women, we had the blessing of having having James Powers, yeah. um, there's no price tag that you can apply mm -mm. to that. So just the fact that she's offering this for $99, I know that this is an opportunity for a lot of women to be able to take advantage of getting to meet Constance and, and, and being right. with her in person. Yeah. And why am I doing it for $99? It's not for the money. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest, is to really help you to really get clear about 2020. And so if you miss that uh, session, I have another one, Designing Your Dream Life. I only have five, five spaces left, Amanda, uh -oh. out of 10 uh -oh. on December 7th at Eagles Landing Country Club here in the ATL from 10 to 3. I'm going to help you deal with the same thing uh, with your SMART goals. And I'm going to coach and teach you, be sitting right right next to you. You're going to be able to tap into my 25 years of coaching. Uh, like uh, Amanda says, somebody's going to be there to greet you. You're going to get your welcome packet. I'm going to help you write your goals. And we went so far that I'm going to call these 10 ladies and do a one-on-one -on -one coaching with them because we went over time. Right, Amanda? Yes, yes. And she said that she wanted to be a woman of her word. Right. And, that, and that's something else that um, we definitely appreciate it. So thank you so much for that, Constance. Right. And and so I'm going to help you develop a, a, a baby step plan of action, etc. So and help you to deal with your limiting beliefs. So if you are ready for change, you see, you have to invest in yourself, <laughs> you know, no amount. I, and I got all kind of designer purses that don't mean anything if you are not clear and if you are not the architect of your own life. So Miss Amanda from Ohio, I sure do. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Constance. Thank you so much for that opportunity. And I hope that people that are listening to this does not delay to sign up for the December um, session. Please, please just hurry up before the seats are gone. <laughs> right. Somebody texted me yesterday and said, please hold my seat. Yes. I'm like, girl, you better hurry up. And uh, it's $99. And 
uh, you get a great notebook and just yes. being around like-minded people. Is that yes. inspiring or what, Amanda? Oh, it is so inspiring. And then, you know, we're going to stay connected too. So who knows where these connections will lead to down the road. So yes, it's definitely inspiring. Thank you for much, so much for sharing your experience. Oh, hey, <laughs> not a problem. And happy early birthday, Constance. Thank you. Well, hey, everybody, uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, register, and I'm going to be right back after these quick commercials. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Hi, everybody. I am back and really excited about uh, my guest today. Uh, my very special guest is Mr. Neil Grace, and he is the author of Fresh Eyes Upon the World, Making Life a Spectacular Journey. How many people are interested in that? Um, Neil uh, really has a very interesting life. He's traveled to over 35 countries. He's worked over 50 different jobs. I don't feel so bad and was nearly destitute for many years before becoming a millionaire. Uh, today, he's going to really answer some of life's most interesting questions. I think that he has published 2,500 poems, written 1,400 books, and uh, he's going to teach us how to really live a life with wisdom and with grace. So, Neil, Grace, I love your last name. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Well, thank you, Constance. I appreciate it. By the way, it's 14 books, not 1,400 books that were published. Oh, 14. Okay, I got you. <laughs> that would be a lot of books, and I have to be... Did I say 1,400? <laughs> Yeah, but that's fine. And today is a glorious day. It's a beautiful day. It's a day to cherish and celebrate, a, dare, a day to awaken to our highest potential and to be ourselves despite the negativity that bombards us almost daily in the world. Yeah, that's what I just, I commended you for your work. So share with listeners just a little bit about who you are, your experiences, and then I have 10 powerful questions to ask you, Neil, for listeners all over the world today. Well, I was born in uh, 1948 in Massachusetts, and I had a kind of unusual childhood in that I was very curious and exploratory and a little bit of a rebel, a little bit atypical, unorthodox in the way I approached things. I was fascinated and, and insatiably curious about everything. And ultimately uh, traveled around the world, uh, hitchhiked uh, for 10,000 miles all across North America. Wow. And was in, involved in all kinds of uh, um, somewhat menial jobs and uh, to sustain myself. 
uh, always uh, just eager to learn, eager to grow, eager to discover the meaning of life and the meaning of uh, humanity and to discover who I am. Um, and then I traveled around the world and lived in different places, uh, continued to uh, develop my mind and my heart and be open to new adventures and new experiences. And I started writing a lot of poetry and reading a lot, as well as experiencing things. And ultimately, I, uh, I lived in about seven different states. And then I moved to California and I was able to uh, fortunately find my niche in life and was able to acquire uh, and amass uh, some good monies and was able to uh, get published. And now my whole purpose, my mission, Constance, is to really bring more humanity back into individual lives, because that's what we need. The world, the globe, uh, uh, our neighborhoods, our communities, our homes. There are so many challenges and so many overwhelming um, obstacles in our way that we need to bring about a greater sense of who we are and take command of our destinies and live our missions with a sense of joy and achievement and a sense of fulfillment. We want to be fulfilled. We want to be happy. We want to live in joy. So that's been my, uh, my mission my whole life. Uh, I, I really want to help people to be, see the light, to be the light, to live the light, and to enjoy the experience of life itself. Wow, powerful. Well, this is my first question to you. This is the number one question that I get from listeners all over the world. And since you went from destitute to being a millionaire, my question is, how can people attract or bring more financial abundance in their lives? That is an excellent question. That's what? That's an excellent question. (laughs) And it's really hard to define and identify the specific criteria that can do that. However, there are some fundamental things that I think a lot of people are not applying in their lives to attract more uh, abundance, more financial security. One is attitude. Mm. An attitude Mm. of gratitude is a very potent thing. It's very powerful. Make sure your mind is clean and divested of all the entrapments of the past. I don't have enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. There's too much competition. I don't know what to do. I've I've never been able to successfully attract money. All of those negative thoughts need to be suspended. They need to be removed. Jettison them out of your mind. The next thing you need to do is you need to develop a sense of I deserve I am part of the universal oneness. There is an enormous abundance of uh, opportunities in the world. And you want to infuse yourself with a sense of positivity. So that attitude of positivity is going to give you the leverage to maneuver and operate in such a way as that you will attract good things to you. Now, those are theoretical concepts, admittedly. Specifically, you need to devote about a half hour a day of reinforcing that you will be successful, meaning that you write in a journal, you meditate, you visualize, you do whatever it takes to reinforce that you are going to be successful. 
And the other component to this problem, or this, I should say, this challenge in life, is you need to specifically begin to identify what you want to do in life, what career you'd like to pursue. And it does take discipline. It takes diligence. It takes responsibility to achieve the appropriate abilities so that you can pursue this career enthusiastically and successfully. But you need to identify in yourself whatever it takes to go forward toward that goal one step at a time and not be daunted by or discouraged by the time it takes, but to be good to yourself in the interim. As you proceed on this path, make sure you are taking care of yourself, you are nurturing yourself, you're being uplifted, you're being inspired, you're being the caretaker of you. And the other very important thing is to believe and have faith that you will reach the goals that you set for yourself, that you will really be there. Believe it. Let it permeate your body, your mind, your heart, and your soul. Believe in yourself and feel good about yourself. You need to have a lot of self-esteem in this world in order to uh, survive well. You need to have a lot of confidence. You need to believe in yourself without being arrogant, but to be gracious, to be humble. And that way, you are going to be empowered. You're going to be fueled by your ability to attract that which you need and that which is going to fulfill you and enrich you as an individual. I love that. I love that answer, Nia. That's powerful. Okay, my next question is, how do we heal our bodies and bring more health and vitality back into our bodies? Well, the body is the holy, sacred temple in which our souls dwell. The body, we cannot escape the body as long as we're alive, right? Right. We're always in the body. So the body is, must be your best friend. You must say to yourself through your consciousness, this body is my house as I move through life. This is my ship. Wherever I go, it goes with me. So you have to love it. You have to make very definitive decisions to be good to it. How do I nurture it? How do I take care of it? What do I do? And the answer is simple. You feed it well. Plant-based diet is really wonderful. You take vitamins and supplements that are going to provide you with a proper nourishment. You have plenty of sleep. You don't drink, you don't smoke. You do everything you can. You do yoga. You exercise rigorously two or three times a week. You stretch your body, you take care of your skin, you bathe your body, you keep it clean and pristine, you love it, you love it as if it were a little child, your firstborn child that you have to take care of all the time. 
You do this on a regular, continuous basis, and your body is going to be triumphant. It's going to celebrate. And as your body celebrates, you celebrate. And I'm not talking about being obsessed with physical beauty. You're beautiful just the way you are, whatever height you are, whatever weight you are, you're at. You're beautiful. But start taking care of your body as if it were the most precious gift given to you in this existence. The body will always respond according to your thoughts and your actions, the actions you take to maintain the body. Always take care of the body. The body is willing and yielding to you on any level, however you treat it, however you respond to it, it is you. It is the living temple of your life. And live within it in a sacred, hallowed, appreciative state. And as you cherish your body, your body will respond likewise. The other thing is, not to be too fearful, Constance. You don't want to be have fear rule your life. You don't want to be obsessed with your body, but you do want to take care of it. And you want to take care of it from every perspective, every angle, including your thoughts, your breath, your breath, control your breath. You have much more control over your body, over all the functions of your body through your awareness through your consciousness. The more conscious you are of your body, I love you, you send it great thoughts, as well as taking care of it on a physical, practical level. Your body, again, will respond. And you will be uplifted. You will have a good, healthy life. And even if you're besieged with challenges, physical challenges, you it will not damage or diminish your love of life. And you have even then a more responsibility, a greater responsibility to treat your body as if it were your best friend in all of life. I, I love that. So did I read somewhere that you do yoga? Did I read that? I do. I play. Uh, uh, I'm 71 years old. Mm-hmm. People think I'm much, much younger. I play full court basketball twice a week. I stretch. I take walks. I go to nature. Uh, I've been a uh, a plant-based consumer for about 50 years since I was Mm. in my 20s. I mean, I do everything. Uh, I I use wonderful uh, moisturizers and uh, I I use the best organic products. I eat only organic food. Yes, uh, anything you can do. You don't have to do it obsessively, but you just do it in moderation. The body will respond to you. Whatever, you, however you treat it or however you perceive it, your body is going to be very appreciative of your loving it. Yeah, great answer. Well, you know, the second question that I get, Neil, is around relationships. So how can people find love and what's the best way to really heal loneliness? We know, especially this time of year, a lot of people start having, choose to have certain feelings around, oh, I'm lonely, I'm by myself, everyone else is happy and married. So what answers could you give to listeners around that question? Uh, this is going to be a little bit controversial. Okay. Answer is going to be probably uh, a little bit atypical and maybe not a logical response that most people might anticipate. First of all, it's a very complex 
question. And loneliness, I don't mean to invalidate it, but loneliness is really a self-induced induced state. It is a self-inflicted state. Loneliness, we're all really alone. Every individual, we're alone, and yet we're in the midst of this grand um, world of, uh, of multitudes of people. Loneliness is how you perceive yourself. And if you take care of yourself and you honor who you are and you worship who you are by cherishing your life and have an open heart and an open receptivity to others, people are going to come to you. Nobody can take away your being alone in the world, but being around people and having quality relationships that are dynamic and fulfilling will give you a sense of belonging. But what you need to do is feel a completion within yourself before you encounter and, and interact with other people. You need to feel complete. We're not here, we're not here in this world to have other people serve us yeah. and uplift us and make us feel connected. The connection we need is the connection with ourselves. And, Constance, by doing so, we will then have a more profound connection with other people. And this, and you need to take steps to do this. In order to do this, you need to be outgoing. You need to go reach out to people. You need to feel good and confident in how you express yourself, how you project yourself how you conduct yourself. If you have a loving heart and a loving disposition, people are going to be attracted to you. People are going to want to befriend you. You give of yourself. You give of your love. You give of your compassion. You give of your joy. You give of your your awakening and your curiosity to every single person you encounter. Finding love, the very first step is you must love, not egotistically, you must love yourself. You must find the divinity within yourself. And I promise you, by doing so, you will find loneliness disappearing rapidly. So true. Wow. Well, this is one question that I have been thinking about prior to our interview, Neil, is that you know, there's so much going on in the world and racism and wars and you know, if you turn on the TV, there's just all kind of drama happening. So how can people live peacefully and with joy in the midst of everything that's happening in the world? Well, that that unto itself is a very critical, major, major question that all of us should be asking ourselves, because the world is bristling with those things you mentioned, sadly and tragically. It is bristling. There is pervasive violence, war, hatred, racism, anger, hatred. All these things exist. And they are around us in so many different environments and situations. It's almost inescapable, especially when we watch the news. We hear about these things, these atrocious things, and it really is extremely upsetting and unsettling to us 
because it is the negation of life itself. It is the complete opposite of what should be. There should be kindness and love and inclusivity and compassion, and we should all be humane beings with each other. So the answer to the question, Constance, the way you can deal with this is to stay very focused within yourself, stay centered, and to not let these things disrupt who you are, not let them cause you such anguish and such disturbance that it throws you into a whirlwind of anxiety and suffering and grief and misery and pain. You need to remember you are a light unto the world and the torch that you hold up in the night should never be diminished no matter how strong the storms are around you. Hold the light of your life up. The world needs you. It needs you to be strong and to be intrepid. It needs you to continue to shine your light and to be as positive as you can. And I'm not saying to ignore these terrible things happening around you. Be aware of them, but don't let them dictate to you how you should live and how you should be and how you should feel. Your response to them is, how do I contribute to making the world a little bit better for myself and for everyone else I encounter? So true. What, what do you think about watching TV and the news, Neil? Uh, watching TV and the news, I think that's a good question because I have mixed feelings about it. Okay. I, mean, I like to know what's going on. At the same time, it can be very depressing. <laughs> Admittedly, <laughs> it can be really, uh, it's hard. I think you have to do it in moderation. I think you have to be careful not to let the news uh, just inundate you with its negativity. I think it's good to gravitate toward a more positive uh, program and really, really minimize uh, the negative news uh, and not subject yourself to it because it doesn't serve you. I think it's good to know some of the things that are going on in the world but it, and, and then take positive action. But I know people that watch the news and all they do is they bemoan their lives. They say that life is terrible. They lament about everything. Everything is wrong and bad. And before you know it, they've actually become a victim of the news. And they've lost their own vitality, their own inner light, as I spoke about a few moments ago. Yeah, that's really I think, good. I think you need to remind yourself always the world needs you as a positive force rather than a negative force. Good, good. So, so what about listeners who have, you know, been uh, traumatically hurt or disappointed or feel betrayed in life? And they've been holding on to that for years. What can you share with people about releasing hurt, disappointment, sadness, betrayal? First of all, excellent question. And that is a very pervasive issue in the world. Human beings seem to have a susceptible nature. And when they're hurt, or betrayed or abandoned, they seem to want to cling to that and, and allow it 
to weaken who they are and kind of glom on to them the rest of their lives and become crippled, metaphorically speaking, by it. Emotionally, they get emotionally um, damaged. And that damage perpetuates itself, unfortunately. The damage, it, it breaks their hearts, it weakens their bodies, it takes a toll on everything they are, including their life force, including their love of life, including their ability to go out and celebrate existence or to attract uh, a healthy uh, set of friends. It, it takes a tremendous toll and they struggle. They travail through life. Now, the big question is, what can they do to remove it? Yes. What can a person do to remove the terrible scar and wound of a past rejection, betrayal, abuse, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, hypocrisy. Um, what do you do? The first thing you do, and it's not an easy thing to, to implement, but you must get this concept. Whatever happened to you was not your fault. The, the thing perpetrated upon you is the responsibility of the perpetrator. Your being a victim of that is not, was not your choosing and is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to release it, to release yourself from being a victim by forgiving yourself letting it go, and gravitating toward a new day, a genesis of a new day. It's a new birth, a new beginning. You need to say, I will not be held prisoner to what happened five years ago or ten years ago with my beloved or my friend who stopped calling me or the person who, who uh, yelled at me and called me all kinds of names. I'm not saying to de deny those things, they happen for sure, let it go. Forgive the person. It doesn't mean, by forgiving the person doesn't mean that you want to call them up and say, I love you, but it means that you let the talons of that person's hurt, past hurt that he or she did, you remove them from your psychic energy, from your body. And you now say, I am free. I am not going to be trapped in that pain any longer. That pain is not my pain. It doesn't belong to me. I have learned to be a healthy and holy and spiritually evolved person without the pain holding me back and preventing me from truly expressing myself as a alive, holistic, and loving, free person. That's good. That, that's great uh, insight. And, you know, uh, any listener right now, wherever you are, you just make the decision to begin to move in that direction. I, I know being a therapist, uh, Neil, for so many years, it begins with a person making a decision. I'm sick and tired of this. 
mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to release this and let it go. That's very powerful. Well, let me talk to you about work. You know, so many people are struggling with work. They say they hate their jobs. They don't like a nine to five. I want to start my own business. What can you share with people who might be struggling with work? I know I did for many years and you're someone who's had 50 jobs, 50 different jobs. You can, you can help us, Neil, even though I love my life and what I'm doing now. What about the person out there who's struggling with going to work, really don't want to go and, and possibly hates what they're doing, et cetera. Well, that is a incredibly important subject because it's so prevalent. I would say, there's probably in the just take the United States currently, I would say probably 80 percent of the people are in that category. Most people yeah. are not really uplifted and and highly motivated with their current positions. And I think there's a lot of disdain, a lot of struggle, uh, a lot of uh, difficulties that people have with their jobs. And it's it's pretty, pretty damn prevalent. Unfortunately, yes. We do live in a system that creates a a rather rigid and regimented uh, lifestyle for the work world. And I would say, although it can be extraordinarily challenging, but highly invigorating for people who are in this position of not being happy with their work, to try to find something they can do on their own. Because working in the system, even though it can have many benefits, is never going to give you the sense of satisfaction, the sense of freedom, and probably even the sense of financial compensation that you would get when you have your own business. Now, that being said, uh, ostensibly, uh, what a business can I pursue? I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, I can think of a lot of creative things. You have to develop some talent and tap into some resource within yourself and see what is needed in the world uh, and see how you can manifest that particular talent so that it uh, produces uh, the things you need to comfortably thrive in this world. Uh, You need to find that. Now, if you can find something on your own, and it does take a a whole array of risk, and you know, you have to invest in yourself, you, you might not get the the um, financial reward right away, it takes time, you might not have the luxury of having that time, then you do the best you can with a healthy, good attitude to make peace with the job you have or find a job working for some company that you can feel uh, good about and you feel you belong to it, you feel that it's uh, serving you as well as you're serving it. But it's important to remember that work is a vital part of our lives and that we need to do the best we can to find a niche, a working niche that is going to be viable enough to, to give us a sense of pleasure and a sense of accomplishment as we go through life. 
You know, so true. That's great uh, insight, Neil. You know, in my own life, personally, when I was working in corporate America, and I thank God for what corporate America taught me and what I gained from corporate America. But because I was just not happy there, I would on the weekends, I did support groups and work with teenage girls. So I made a decision to do something that I loved on the weekend or in the evenings. And eventually I was able to move into that in business. So that was that was my pathway out of, <coughs> excuse me, uh, really working uh, in a place that I didn't love. But what I know now is that I gained a lot from corporate America, which has helped me to be in business for 20 years. So for listeners, I just want to share that personal insight. That's incredible. Yeah, it does. You have you endured a lot. You had a lot of patience and you learned from it, which is a great thing to do. You learn from even adverse conditions. You gain something beneficial for yourself. Okay, and the last question I'm going to ask you is how can we become more spiritual and in tune with God and access the divine source, higher power? What would that look like for people? That's easy to answer because <laughs> even though it might be a little esoteric, the subject might be a little complicated or complex, it's not. The way to become more spiritual is to see everything, to behold everything, yourself, every living thing around you, every plant and animal as part of the spiritual expression of creation itself. To see the inherent divinity in all things, to see the sublime dance of life in a leaf, a snail, a porpoise, an elephant, another person, a butterfly, a waterfall, a rock, the stars, everything is part of this glorious, majestic dance of existence. And everything is hallowed and sacred if you see it that way. Instead of identifying, identifying with these things, through your, your preconceptions, look at it with fresh eyes upon the world, if I may say so. That's the name of my book. Yeah. That's the reason. The name is purposely, specifically chosen so that people can look with fresh eyes at anything, including yourself. You are as divine as the most holy person who has ever lived. God is pervasive whatever you want to call God, whatever name you want to use, that's fine. But see the sacredness in yourself and everything else and cherish these things. And by doing so, you will feel a tremendous epiphany with all of life. Well, you know, let me ask you this too. So a lot of people ask all over the world, Constance, how do I find my purpose or or what is the true purpose of my life and do I pursue it? What would you say to people about discovering, living in, walking in their purpose? I think, again, this might be a little bit unusual, the answer. I think the purpose of life for every single person is to discover 
who they are, to explore themselves so passionately and so deeply that they will find the source of who they are. And by finding that source, they will automatically then follow a path that will give them a definitive explanation of their purpose. So there's no true formula that is omniscient that can say this is the way to find your purpose. You have to find it through your life, through your life experiences. You have to find it by being an adventurer, by being an explorer, by seeking new horizons, new frontiers to experience and to learn about yourself. And the purpose will come to you in time. And it's not like I have a purpose to do this, to do that. It's not a very specific thing. It's not, it's not something that you can say, okay, my purpose is to uh, travel to um, Great Britain and explore things there. My purpose is to live. And the more you find your life living itself passionately and fervently, the more you will know your purpose. Uh, and a lot of people just struggle, say, well, I don't know my purpose. Don't worry about that. That's unnecessary. Don't worry about things because worrying about them and being anxious about them and having trepidation about them is only going to saddle you to the same place you've been at that's not productive and it's not helping to heal you. Love life and your purpose will come. Mm, I, I love that statement. Well, I have a little bit more time. And and so this is a question that, that I get. People ask me, how can they become more creative? Do they need to sit and meditate? Where does creativity come from? How does that show up in the lives of people? Well, we're all very creative. We all have potential unlimited creativity. And I think creativity, you just need to take the steps. You can start writing. You can start painting, you can start sewing, you can start uh, doing pottery or glass making, or you can do uh, uh, make quilts. You can do anything. You can start cooking. Everything is creative. You can be creative. You can play pantomime with your friends and you're being creative. So everything has a creative uh, dimension to it. You just need to feel free and feel comfortable to take some chances to be a little bit outrageous with yourself so that you can express whatever creativity comes your way. And I think the only thing that really impedes creativity is your own self-doubt and your own self-apprehension uh, about being creative. So remove that mask, and I say it's a mask because it's unnatural, it is, it's a learned mask. Remove that mask, that barrier, that block, and be creative. Be creative even by singing in the shower. You're being creative. Uh, so life is uh, full of many opportunities to be creative. And go out and find the ones that uh, resonate with you and feel good. I love it. So tell listeners about your website. How can we get your book? What's going on with you next? What are you doing? Etc. Well, thank you, Constance. My website is my name, neilgrace.com. N-E-A-L, Grace, G-R-A-C-E. That's my original name. Love that uh, name. Thank you so much. And you can get my book at uh, Amazon uh, Books, or you can get it uh, different ways on the uh, website. 
fresh eyes upon the world, making life a spectacular journey. It's a very, very powerful uh, guide to answering many questions that are very relevant and coming up with solutions how people can apply these things very practically in their own lives. Uh, I am uh, doing a lot of talks and presentations. People can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, Neil Grace, N-E-A-L-G-R-A-C-E. And I love to interact with them. I put up uh, one-minute videos probably at least once or twice a week that are very inspirational. So I'm very involved in this. My whole mission, as I said earlier, is to help humanity become more humane. And the more humane we become, the more beautiful the world will be. And civilization will be the beneficiary of our humanitarian values. You still sound so excited and so passionate about your life and about what you're doing. And I love that. You bet I am because, my (laughs) God, we only have one journey in this body as far as I know. And it's usually less than a century. So why not just live it wildly, wonderfully and uh, and let it be. Let it be, baby. (laughs) Well, on that note, uh. It's so wonderful. And as I said at the beginning, thank you for your experiences, for opening yourself up to spirit, to share your wisdom and your knowledge and your joy and your grace with us. You are extremely articulate and you certainly know how to really connect uh, with listeners. And I'm going to encourage everybody listening. Tell five of your friends about Neil and about his work. Um, follow him on social media and take a look at some of those videos that he's posting. I mean, he's had uh, uh, so many wonderful experiences. And I always say that a coach or a mentor can tell you in 20 minutes what it took them 20 years to learn. Mm-hmm. So check him out and, and follow him and uh Uh, receive all of the wisdom and the grace that you need. We were created by God to live life fully, joyfully, and abundantly. And he has shared some powerful principles. A second thing I want to remind you is to listen to this show over and over again, take notes, and then sit in meditation with some of the principles and ask the spirit to download to you. What would that look like in your life? How could you begin to implement the principles of and solutions that he shared, you know, into your life. You might be a single mom, uh, you know, or maybe you may uh, have a very demanding job. Still take the time because as I say every Sunday, there is profit in stillness. And I think that's it. Guys, remember to visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And lastly, as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded um, by a loving, supporting, giving, gracious God. And I just want you to think and feel this week that something good is going to happen to me and through me for others. Make a decision to have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.